0: is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for his return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. There is currently a very real war taking place in the spiritual realm right under our noses. The enemy knows the end is near and is trying to take as many people down with him as possible. Pastor J.D. encourages you to take up your sword and shield and be in the word daily. As a believer, you're sealed, but don't be led astray. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's prophecy update as shared on March 21st, 2021.
1: Today's update is one that I'm going to need to kindly ask you to bear with me on. Uh, Hang in there with me to the end. Uh, This is one of those uh, updates that's kind of heavy. I don't want to talk about this, but I need to talk about this. Doubtless you've heard that well-known idiom of the devil is in the details, right? Well, it seems that this is exactly what's playing out today with this global crisis, and I call it that for a reason one need look no further than to everything that's happening in the world today not only what's happening but the swiftness with which it's happening to see that Satan is hard at work to destroy mankind here's the truth Satan has a destructive plan for man's eternal damnation, but God has a redemptive plan for man's eternal salvation. That's what's going on right now. I hope you understand that. In the realm of the Spirit. In John's Gospel, the tenth chapter, Jesus is speaking to the Pharisees about how he is the one who enters by the gate as the shepherd of the sheep, and that the sheep, and this is important, listen to his voice. This is so interesting because if you really understand how shepherds and their relationship with the sheep is, they're the ears of the sheep are tuned to the shepherd. And back in that day, and they would have understood this, not the Pharisees, but the disciples would have understood this. In that day you would sometimes have the sheep belonging to a shepherd, but you would also have someone else's sheep in that same fold. And what's really interesting is when the shepherd of that sheep would come in, those sheep would recognize their shepherd's voice. It's tuned to His voice. That's my shepherd. But the ones that did not belong to that shepherd did not recognize the voice. And so Jesus is drawing upon this illustration as He compares Himself to the shepherd. And so He says, my sheep listen to my voice. But conversely, he tells them that anyone who tries to enter by some other way is a thief and a robber, and that his sheep will never follow a stranger. In fact, Jesus says, they'll run away instead. Why? Because they don't recognize the strange voice. That's not my shepherd. Now the problem is the Pharisees didn't understand what Jesus was saying to them. So beginning in verse 7, he takes it a step further, and we read, Then Jesus said to them again, Most assuredly I say to you, I am the door Of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. And then he says it again, verse 9 I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief, verse 10 does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. But, verse 12, A hireling, he who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. Hang on to that. I want to come back to that. The hireling, verse 13, flees because he's a hireling and does not care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd, he says it again, verse 14, and I know my sheep and am known by my own. As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep, I have which are not of this fold them also I must bring and they will hear my voice and there will be one flock and one shepherd therefore verse 17 my father loves me because I lay down my life that I may take it again no one takes it from me but I lay it down of myself. I have the power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This command I have received from my Father. Oh, this is now, I mean, I would have loved to have been a fly on a camel to hear this and see the reaction on their face. Verse 19, we're told what the reaction was. Therefore, there was a division, again, among the Jews because of these sayings. And many of them said, he has a demon and is mad. Why do you listen to him? Others said, these are not the words of one who has a demon. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? Oh, wait. Wait, what? What? That's chapter nine. The Pharisees had launched an investigation into the matter. And their conclusion? This cannot be a man from God. Why? Because he did this on the Sabbath. And this poor guy, and it's so interesting, we're not told his name, I think that's like a witness protection thing, because, <laughs> I mean this poor guy, can you imagine being blind from birth, and one day, here comes the savior of mankind, the, the healer, the God who heals, and it's so unconventional, spitting, taking the mud created from his saliva putting it on his eyes. And he tells him, go and wash your eyes in the pool of Siloam. This is this pool there in Jerusalem, the main water supply. This caused so much confusion. This caused so much controversy. This caused so much division. And think about what it was over. It was over a blind man who once was blind, but now he sees. And it was over the shepherd, the good shepherd, whose sheep know and recognize his voice. The seeing and the hearing. But here's the problem. You've got this enemy You've got this thief. You've got this wolf that comes in. And this hireling, not a shepherd, flees. And what happens? The wolf comes in and scatters, divides, even devours the sheep. In 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 8, The Apostle Peter echoes the words of the Savior, but instead of referring to the enemy as a wolf, Peter refers to him as a roaring lion, and that's an interesting detail. It's believed that, and we're told that, right about the time the lion is ready to pounce on and attack its prey is when it roars it's very quiet prior, because it's stalking, waiting. And that's what Peter says. And that's why Peter, by the Holy Spirit, says what he says. He says, be alert and of sober mind. Why? Because your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Here's the point. We have an enemy. Call him a wolf. Call him a lion. We have an enemy who seeks to destroy us. He hates us. Why? Because we were created in the image of God and he hates God and he wants to destroy us made in the image of God and dare I say that he is being met with a measure of success today now this begs the question of how how will the enemy the devil seek to devour and destroy in His plan of this destruction and eternal damnation of mankind. I would submit that the answer is found in the aforementioned details that the devil is in specifically concerning the COVID-19 vaccine vis-a-vis Operation Warp Speed. That's the how. How is Satan going to seek to destroy and damn mankind for all eternity? The answer is in the details of what's in this vaccine. Over the last couple of weeks, more details are coming out about the vaccine that, to me, have profound prophetic ramifications. And it's for this reason that it's incumbent upon me to continue sounding this alarm knowing that sadly many don't have ears to hear however thankfully there are those who do have ears and recognize his voice who have ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church today. And it's those that do that will not only hear, but will take heed. That's my hope. I'm going to start with what I would argue is one of the most astonishing and stunning videos to come out on the vaccine had a number of online members send me this video. In it, a Dr. Philip McMillan interviews the world-renowned vaccine specialist, Geert van den Bosch. What's so breathtaking about this is that Bosch is a former Bill and Melinda Gates foundation senior program officer in vaccine discovery, former head of the vaccine development office for the German equivalent of the CDC and a university professor. Recently he released an open letter to the scientific community and to the world warning that the present mass vaccination program may quote wipe out large parts of our human population. Here are several quotes. These vaccines don't prevent infection. Immunizing somebody is like installing a new software on your computer. These antibodies, they will be recalled every single time you are encountering a coronavirus, which is just a common cold virus, by the way. I mean, you cannot just erase this. So this is very serious. So this is an important point. The problem I'm talking about is a global problem. It's not an individual getting an adverse event, it's a global problem of making this virus increasingly infectious, and here's why, quoting, because we leave it all the time a chance, an opportunity to escape the immune system And to drive this, so to whip this up to a level where the virus is so infectious that we can even no longer control it, because basically what we are doing is that when we vaccinate somebody, we are, listen very carefully, quote, turning this person into a potential asymptomatic carrier that is shedding the virus. So we're talking about a very, very, very serious problem here. You know, at this point it's so irrelevant whether you're a pro-vaxxer or an anti-vaxxer. It is about the science. It's about humanity. Let's not lose our time now with criticizing people. I'm passionate, of course. I mean, it's about your children. It's your family. It's my family. It's everyone. And for me, I put everything at stake because I've done my homework. And then he says this lastly, and this is simply a moral obligation. This brings me to another video that was also sent to me by numerous online members of a Dr. Vernon Coleman. It's titled, COVID-19 Vaccines Are Weapons of Mass Destruction and Could Wipe Out the Human Race. Quoting this Dr. Vernon Coleman, Do you remember that video in which Bill and Melinda Gates sat and smirked as they talked about how the next pandemic would make people sit up and take notice? Well, I think I know what is going to happen. We all know that the evil elite, the Agenda 21, and Great Reset promoters have all along Intended to kill between 90% and 95% of the world's population. Sadly, I fear it is probably too late to save many of those who have had the vaccine. Millions are doomed, and I fear that many will die when they next come into contact with the coronavirus. And the result is that now those of us who haven't had the vaccine also appear to be in serious danger. And we may at some point need to keep away from those who have had the vaccine. They are, I believe now, a very real danger to the survival of the human species. For longer than I like to think about it, I have been warning about the dangers of the COVID-19 vaccines. I know that they should not really be called vaccines, although one official definition has been changed to accommodate them. But if I call them gene therapy, then the people who are trying we are trying to reach, who have been told that they are vaccines, won't know what I'm talking about. This problem has just been outlined by Dr. Gert van den Bosch, who is a very eminent vaccine specialist. Indeed, <laughs> I was originally skeptical about what he said, because Dr. Bosch has previously worked with Gavi and the Gates Foundation. He is the last person in the world who could be described as being opposed to vaccination. Dr. Bosch has pointed out that disastrously, by giving vaccines to millions, We are teaching the virus how to mutate and to become stronger and more deadly. And the people who have been vaccinated are now sharing mutated viruses with those around them. The mutations are becoming stronger and deadlier. There's another associated problem too. Normally, our bodies contain white blood cells, which help us defeat infections. It's called God's immune system. Cells called NK cells. You know what NK stands for? I love this. Natural killers that help kill off invading bad cells.
0: Jesus is returning. This fact is one we can get excited about despite any circumstances we find ourselves in. Jesus will return one day to rid this earth of every evil thing that's destroying it. He'll once and for all take down the enemy and establish his kingdom in our midst. How soon will this amazing event occur? The Bible tells us that no one knows the exact date, but it does give us clues. ...about events that will take place as it nears. This is why Pastor J.D. has created these MidEast Bible Prophecy Updates. The MidEast Bible Prophecy Update is a focused look at current events through the lens of prophecy. The Bible has given us clear indicators of what's to come... ...and we can see many of these events happening all around the world today. Join us each week for an in-depth look at what the Bible has to say about current events on these Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates. The latest updates are available on the In Spirit and Truth YouTube channel and you'll find a link to our page by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. You can also access these teachings through our mobile app for Apple and Android devices. Just search for In Spirit and Truth in your app store or follow the links provided at InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. With this app, you can take the Mideast Bible prophecy updates with you wherever you go, as well as give you access to many other teachings Pastor J.D. has shared from the pages of Scripture. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope you'll join us again right here on In Spirit and Truth.